So when he came in that room with that knife and I was just standing there, felt like a surreal moment, but I knew at the same time it was real. Believe it or not, your mind starts racing. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You almost feel like you just want to pass out. But because your adrenaline has just started pounding through the roof, you feel your heart beating so hard, your mind's just going 200 miles an hour. I actually thought about jumping up on that bed and running across it to where the window was and jumping out it, even though I knew it was a second story house, concrete below. So many things went through my mind. How do I get out of this? But if I thought for a second, maybe if I just do what he tells me to do, he won't hurt me. So he did grab me by the arm and led me right out of that bathroom or bedroom to the bathroom. Pretty much right diagonally across the hall. Locked me in the bathroom, shut the door. Of course, I'm crying at this point. Feeling defeated, feeling stupid. But still thinking, constantly thinking, how am I going to get out of this? How do I know he's not going to hurt me? How do I know how this is going to end? I didn't. My mind kept going. So he told me, just do what you're told. You won't get hurt. And of course I knew immediately that the whole encounter was to be sexual. Told me to start undressing. He started undressing himself. I knew in this bathroom it was not extremely small, but quite compact. As you walk in to the left was a long mirror with cabinets and a countertop that went the length of the mirrors. Right next to that, over across the back, was a cabinet, a small cabinet, with a mirror on it. And then coming into the bathroom more, right against the back wall, was a decent-sized shower with those sliding glass frosted doors. And then to my right, on that, on the right side wall, was the toilet. So in the center between of the bathroom, between the shower and the front and the bathroom door, was where we were. Now I don't want to go into very much detail about the sexual horrification of it for me. But yes, there was things I was made to do and things he did to me. But the important thing was, was even though I pretty much knew I had to comply to stay alive or to make sure that things didn't go wrong really fast, I was complying, but I was thinking the whole time. And I noticed through the frosted shower glass doors that there was a little tiny window up there 
I thought if I could get close enough to that window, maybe I could scream loud enough for someone to hear, someone to call 911. So I thought, I can tell him, let's get into the shower. Let's get in the shower in there. Thinking to myself, I could open one side of the shower glass door, get in, and while he's getting in, quickly shut the other one and open the one that leads back out, run for the door, and run for the front door and get out. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. And so he knew what I was up to. As soon as we got in the shower, I started screaming and screaming and screaming at that window. I was literally looking at the window and screaming at it. For someone to please, please help me. He was trying to pull me back. I pushed him back towards where the shower head was. And I went to slide that door open. Did get out, but not far. He was right on me. He was right there. So he was quite upset then. I apologized. I was, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll do what you say. So things continued some more. And then I noticed he had put the knife down on the countertop by the long glass or mirrored cabinets on the other side of the room. I thought, oh, if I could get a hold of that knife, then he can't hurt me with it, and I can get out of here and run down the hall to the front door and, and get away, get escape. And he and he can't, he can't hurt me because he won't have the knife. And granted, he and I were about the same height, possibly the same weight. So I was feeling pretty confident in myself that it physically, without a weapon on him, I could probably get away. I could probably fight him off. Not knowing for sure, but believing in myself that I could. Well, then it came down to him telling me that he was going to do a sexual act on me that, of course, I had never done before and to me seemed very brutal and horrible, demeaning, disgusting. And he wanted to push me up against the wall right over where the toilet was. And I remember while he was doing this, I just started crying and saying, please, please not this. Anything else, just not this. And I saw down on top of the toilet was a ceramic duck. And I'm thinking... I've always seen in the movies, you take something, you hit them over their head, knocks them out, they fall to the ground, and then I can escape. So that was my next plan. I was going to pick up that ceramic duck, and I was going to turn around, and I was just going to start beating him over the head with it. Get him to pass out, and I could leave. So when he pushed me up against that wall, I looked down, I grabbed that duck, and I did. I turned around, I started beating him over the head with it. However, he didn't fall to the ground like in the movies. He just stood there looking at me, kind of in shock and looking angry. 
and I'm sure I was looking at him also in shock. Shock that he was still standing. Shock that he didn't comply the way I thought he was supposed to and fall to the ground and pass out. My escape plan was not working very well. My adrenaline was so high. And I remember that he put the knife down. He put the knife down on the countertop over there by those mirrors. So I lunged for it. I lunged for it. I grabbed it. I grabbed it as hard as I could and held on to it as hard as I could in my hand. And I said, I just want to leave. I just want to get out of here. And he started struggling me with me with that knife and I was flicking it here and flicking it there and going side to side and just trying to get it out of his way get it out of his grasp because he was trying desperately to get it back I remember even pushing him back towards the the small cabinet with the mirror and pushing his face into the mirror and just pushing and pushing and just saying get away just stay there and I pushed his head hard into that mirror and he just kept fighting and I kept trying struggling and keeping that knife away and when I pushed him hard enough back into that mirror I ran for the door I opened it and I said I just have to get down the hall to the front door so I started running for the front door and I was running hard. But as I was running, I felt the back of my hair get grabbed and yanked back. And before you got to that door, before you got to the living room next to that front door was another bedroom. And he just happened to yank my hair back and pull me back with such force and flung me into that first bedroom and I went flying hard in there and then he pushed me back again and I went flying back onto the bed that was in there I knew I had to keep fighting didn't want him to get that knife back didn't want him to have control again but he kept fighting me he got on that bed and struggled with that, get that knife back, struggled with me, and I kept fighting to keep it. Then it felt like he was breaking my fingers, and then I realized my hand, my left hand wasn't working right. I thought maybe it was broken. I didn't know. There's so many things going through my head. I got to keep this knife. I can't give it back to him. I can't let him get it back. If he gets it back, he's going to kill me for sure. He's going to be so mad. He's going to be so mad at me. And my hand wouldn't work. Didn't know why. How'd I break my hand? Well, I didn't break my hand. Guess I'd come across it with the knife when I came across the bed. Slashed it open. Fought with him not very long. He managed to get it back. Managed to get that paring knife back that object that was keeping me under his control he had it back thought for sure I'm dead now 
What am I going to do now? <laughs>